everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I am so thankful to have you guys here. Grateful, thankful, blessed, all of the above. I know I repeat that every single week, but I do want you guys to know, for one, sometimes we have new listeners, but for two, this is a community that I have been able to grow with, uh, grow to be a part of. I feel like it is just something that gives me a piece of joy that I didn't know I needed. And I also feel like, as I always say, it helps us break down more walls. And I'm really hoping that it helps you guys not feel so alone. (laughs) Can you guys hear Malibu? She is next to me. I know for me, I, you know, gosh, it's like social media is this huge world, right? And you can talk to so many people throughout the day, yet you can still feel so lonely. And that is something I know I struggle with. And I want to either help you guys along that, you know, whether you put your headphones on or you're out on a walk or you're in your car and just feel like you're chatting with a friend because I know I need that more than I like to admit and I would like to maybe be that for some of you guys. So anyways, today's chat is going to be on body image, weight gain, pregnancy, kind of all of that encompassing, embracing our bodies, appreciating our bodies, but it does not need to relate just to pregnancy. So if you clicked on this and you're not pregnant, I promise you, you will be able to relate. This is just something I was chatting with a friend about last week, and it was kind of an aha moment for me in regards to my first um, full pregnancy journey with Caden and then where I'm at now. But in regards to my whole journey of struggling with body image, uh, my whole life of struggling with body image. And so that is kind of our chat today. So I have said a million times how much I have loved pregnancy, right? Throughout my entire pregnancy with Caden, I said how I embraced it. I loved it. Whenever I get Q&As on Instagram, I share photos of myself being pregnant. And I've honestly always said that I loved being pregnant. And I genuinely did. I, With Caden, I feel like I embraced all the changes and I genuinely loved it. And I feel like, you know how when... <laughs> If, if you've been pregnant before or let's say you just no- announced a new business or you just started a new job and it's like all of a sudden everybody around you has announced that new business or new job or they're getting engaged or or whatever. Right now I feel as though my social media is definitely showing me those other individuals that are pregnant. We all know every ad that pops up on our phone, our phones are listening to us. So right now my feed is very much filled with um a lot of pregnant announcements or pregnancy announcements, pregnant women, uh, fitness journeys while pregnant. And so that's kind of where my my feed has been. And it has really come to my attention lately that not everyone enjoys being pregnant. And I knew that, right? Like I'm very well aware of that. But more so lately, it's been like really um, 
announced or explained or shared on social media. I think a lot has changed since I've had Caden just in two years, like since being pregnant with him. Um, I think a lot of us are more vulnerable on social media. A lot of us are more open. Hopefully there's a little bit less filter. It's interesting because in some aspects there's more filter and in other ways there's less filter. But I think people are just getting a little bit more willing and able to share those struggles and share their vulnerabilities. And it doesn't have to be in a negative way. It's just genuinely sharing their journeys. And so lately, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of women struggling with body image and pregnancy and the changes. And kind of going back to what I said last week, not many people share their first trimester, right? So it's kind of like a quick one over, a quick one and done. We touch on it and we move on. I don't know if many people enjoy those first changes of pregnancy, the um, boobs getting bigger, the softer belly, everything's getting bigger, but you don't have that belly quite yet. I'm a little over 16 weeks right now and about 16 and a half weeks. And I feel like I'm now just getting that like, okay, I'm pregnant. Like my pants at the end of the day, I'm like, let's take these off. Oversized sweatshirts are my jam. I'm like starting to look for maternity stuff. And so I feel as though I'm at that point where maybe I'm, I'm almost past that awkward stage. And so I think a lot of us women do struggle with that beginning phase. But I want to back up for a moment. When I got pregnant with our first little one, I really struggled. Some of you guys have listened to that episode, but I did not do well with that first trimester. We um, lost that little one at 11 and a half weeks, and I just kept waiting for that next step in pregnancy, being able to announce, being able to show the bump. Like I was kind of wishing away time, and I really struggled. I did not handle, it wasn't necessarily the physical change, it was more, it was more the emotional change at that point. However, our pregnant, it was not a healthy pregnancy, the baby was not growing to you know optimal standards, and so I don't think I saw as many of the physical changes. Then when I got pregnant with Caden, it was so quick after that first pregnancy that I think my whole world was full of joy and excitement and nerves and what the heck, how did this happen, you know, in such a great way, but you know, when my doctor even said, oh, science only goes so far, I think I just embraced the pregnancy in a different aspect, still a lot of fear, but I didn't notice the changes as much. A lot of you will remember how I mentioned that I would like grab my towel from our closet and like cover myself to walk to our shower. So obviously I was struggling with the changes. However, I also was able to lean into some of those joys and kind of embrace the the changes a little bit quicker than um, maybe some people do. However, this is where I want to chat. I have never loved my body. Let that sink in. I have literally never loved my body. I've never appreciated my body. I have never fully understood how to eat properly. And this is coming from a fitness professional, right? I have so many certifications. I have so many different, you know, educational backgrounds on this. And it wasn't until last week when I was chatting with a girlfriend about her struggles within her current pregnancy and how she just feels like these changes are hard to embrace and they're hard to accept. She is so thankful she has a healthy baby growing inside of her. Inside of her. And I think that is the struggle, you guys. I think that a lot of especially when it comes to pregnancy, um, as I know myself, it is such a gift, right? So many women would do anything and allow anything to happen to their body in order to have that miracle inside of them and have that gift of 
uh, you know, conceiving with their loved one or whether it's surrogacy or being able to have that baby. And so I think it's hard to share when you are struggling because you understand it's a miracle. You understand how excited you are. You know the love and joy that comes at the end, but it doesn't always take away from that struggle right now. So if that is you or if that was you, you have completely valid emotions and thoughts and experiences in your pregnancy or in your whole journey to becoming a parent, okay? I want that to be very clear. And that is coming from somebody who did go through loss and you know, I've had endometriosis my entire life, told at the age of 19 that I might not ever be able to get pregnant. So having 11, 12 years under my belt of basically doctors telling me I would never be able to get pregnant and then having a baby now pregnant with our, our second or our third, if you wanna consider our first, These are a miracle, but it doesn't take away if you do have those struggles. So I want to chat about that. But I really want you guys to hear, when I found out that we were pregnant with a healthy little one with Caden, I didn't realize any of like, as my body was changing in pregnancy, I think for the first time in my life, yes, so many things are physical, right? Like when you do your book, your bump photos, people are commenting. And when you show your, you know, 20 week pregnancy or, you know, the end of your pregnancy or whatever it is, yes, you're showing your physical changes. So people are like quite literally commenting on your physical state, right? They are commenting on the shape of your body. But for some reason for me, I don't know why, but I think since I have never or had never loved my body, I had never appreciated my body. I think pregnancy took me through a journey I'd never been through before, obviously, but through a a mental process I had never been through before. I was on a journey where becoming smaller was not my goal, whereas it had been my entire life. And I knew that I was never happy with my body because even when I competed, I was not happy with my body. So Again, this is something that whether you're pregnant or not, if you are somebody who is striving to be that smallest version of yourself or you are striving to be this physical image that you think will lead to happiness, I just want us to rethink that because so often our body image is what impacts the rest of us. Don't get me wrong. I am 1000% a better version of myself when I show up for myself physically. So putting in that time to get in 30 minutes of movement a day, follow an intentional workout program, push myself to add more weight to that lift. I know I'm a better individual, but I also know that has to be accompanied with the mental and emotional work. And I know that because for so many years I didn't do that and the physical changes did not equal happiness. So I really do think it takes two. That's that's why there's reasons like, I've never done it, uh, the 75 hard program. I don't know if I ever would. I think for me it would... If you guys have never heard of it, it's a program that Andy Frisella has explained and has a book on and everything. Nothing negative on it. I just am worried for me if I ever considered it, I think it would take me back into a restrictive place. However, there's different elements to it that are so much further than physical, right? He has you doing outdoor workouts. He has you reading 10 pages of non-fictional or, yeah, non-fictional, fictional, non-fictional reading a day to help grow your your brain and your mind. And there's other aspects to it that are beyond just the physical changes. So here I am in pregnancy, and for the first time ever, my body is changing in almost a reverse way. But now I had taken my mind off of the little nitty 
gritty things that I always looked at. My stomach has always been my trigger. It's just, I don't know if it's from my endometriosis surgeries and having some scars or uh, that just being a really hard part of my body to tone or to lose body fat. Even when I competed, it was the last place I lost fat. That is hormonally where I store mine. I'm sure some of you guys can relate, whether it's your inner thigh or your outer thigh or your hips or your butt. There's always some place that a lot of us want to spot reduce. And for me, it's always been my stomach. That's just the last place that I lose, the last place I lean out. And so now my stomach became this beautiful feature, right? It became this beautiful, encompassing life, but also the thing that I held when I took photos. And it was like what I wanted attention to be drawn to, you know, (laughs) wearing the tighter clothes. So for me, I think it was this whole mental switch. And then, so that was my mindset, right? Now, emotionally, I'm embracing it in a different way because of our loss, because of knowing I'm growing this baby. And I think for the first time, I also learned how to eat. Like, that's so bad to say because I've always been, you know, educating others and educating myself and, you know, macros and all of that. But I also had never really listened to a hunger cue or a hormonal response or my sleep responses, my stress levels. These were things that I would take into consideration with my clients, with my girls, but I I kind of always ignored it for myself. And, you know, there were times when I would ignore hunger because I wanted to eat as little as I could, but not understanding that by ignoring those hunger responses, I'm increasing my stress levels that are being placed upon my body and in turn probably causing further fat storage or maybe a binge down the road or whatever it may be. So I wanted to chat about this. Again, I'm pregnant, so I'm going through changes again and some of them are harder, I'm not gonna lie. I think this time around, I'm in a different place and I worked so hard postpartum to get back to a place where I was happy with my body physically, but on a longer journey than I had ever done before. It took, you guys, I didn't get pregnant until about 16 months postpartum, 17 months when I actually found out. And that was the longest I'd ever allowed myself. And I'm using the term allowed because I never had allowed myself. I didn't go through a cutting phase. I didn't go through an intense restricting phase. I didn't go through a 12-week program to see my start to finish. That was a 17-month journey of just learning and allowing my body to change. And the awesome thing was is I think in some ways, I maybe wasn't the most like muscular or toned or like, I don't want to say like structurally fit, but like, you know, I don't know, sculpted, if you will. Uh, But I felt close to the best I'd ever felt. And that was because I was definitely softer, but I was sleeping well, eating well, allowing myself to eat. Uh, My cycles were normal. My skin was probably the best it had been in regards to breakouts. My hair was great. Things that I don't always look at. And a lot, I actually was getting a lot of comments prior to getting pregnant of women just asking, hey, what have you been doing? Like, you're, I, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I think you're smaller now than you were before pregnancy. And again, that was not my goal. But I think by taking away some of that focus on my body and my image and constantly hyper-focusing on pushing myself, if anything, I was doing way less. And I think my body resp- was responding more and responding faster. Um, So again, that's going to be different for everybody, but that was just something that I was reflecting on while I was talking to my girlfriend last week. But again, going back to what I was saying, I want you guys to reflect and ask yourself, you know, 
when we consider our why on our journey, I think it's okay to be vain sometimes. Like, hey, I want to feel good for my wedding or I want to feel great for that vacation or, you know, I just feel like honing in on my goals for the first time in a long time. No shame in any of that. That is incredible. And I know postpartum, I will have that again. I know even last year before we went on our trip to the Dominican Republic, I was like, you know what? We deserve this trip as a family and I want to feel good. I want to feel good as a wife, putting on that cute outfit, whatever the heck we wanted to you know, do from a romantic perspective and being on the beach in a bikini, whatever. I wanted to feel good. I did not want to lose any time not feeling confident because I had lost so much time throughout my life by not feeling confident. However, I didn't strive to be the smallest version of myself. I just showed up every day and I made little choices here and there, mentally, emotionally, physically, whether it was journaling, whether it was working on my my book, you know, recording a podcast, focusing more on my mindset. And if that, if you guys are listening and maybe you are somebody who you can resonate with that statement of, I've never loved my body or I've never liked my body or I've never appreciated my body. I think it's important to reflect on where you're at in your journey right now, what steps are you taking? And I wanted to bring this up because I feel like with spring, it brings on a lot of, not pressure, but I think restriction or, okay, now is the time I'm gonna lean into my goals. You guys, I'm doing the challenge right now with a lot of my girls in my Facebook group. I've opened up my Facebook group to anybody and anyone who wants to be a part of it. You do not need to download an app to be in it. I'll put the link in the show notes below if you guys wanna be a part of it. And I've done that because I want to have that community that can lean into their goals and can ask for accountability and can ask for help and who want to learn in order to better their lifestyle. However, my focus is on sustainability. So if you are somebody or if anybody in my group, you know, hey, I want to lose 10, 30, 50 pounds, no problem. We can get you there. But there's so much more behind it, right? I want to know What's our why? What's our drive? Because we know motivation won't be there, right? But if this is a time, springtime, that maybe some of us feel more motivated to lean into a goal, okay, awesome, but let's do it from the right place. Let's learn how to see ourselves in the mirror and look back and be able to say, oh, I appreciate this about my body. Hey, you might wanna change an aspect of your body. As much as I love the body positivity movement, I think it's okay to look at yourself in the mirror and not necessarily say, oh, I love my body. I mean, that would be great, right? But I just think that a lot of us think that's the only way, like that's when we've reached success. And so then everything else leading up to that doesn't count, right? And I don't agree with that. I think we need to be able to look in the mirror and be able to say, oh, I appreciate this about my body. I appreciate the hard work I'm putting in. I'm able to take my eyes off of my quote unquote problem area or quote unquote that one part of my body that you know, maybe brings you down or makes you unhappy and you look at other features, you look at other hard work, you look at other aspects. Uh, Maybe you are a mom and you have those stretch marks or maybe it is postpartum and I know for me this, you know, my my boobs have always been like a trigger to me postpartum because they're just different and (laughs) swimming suits don't fit the same way, bras don't fit the same way, clothes don't fit the same way, outfits that I didn't have to wear a bra, now I'm searching for bras and so, you can nitpick yourself and you can pick apart your body and lose the ability to appreciate everything else that maybe is is there also, right? Maybe it's not the boobs. Okay, throw on the bra and make yourself feel better and then look at something else or whatever it is. So anyways, I just wanted to bring this up because for one, it was, you know, it struck me as a 
surprised to be able to admit to myself that prior to getting pregnant with Caden, I had yo-yoed so many, uh, my entire life, whether it was, you know, in, it was usually obviously a size thing, but that yo-yo also went with my fear around food or my um, restricting of going over to best friend houses or family events because I was afraid to have a meal and, um, you know, maybe a meal that was out of my comfort zone or, oh, wait, we can't do something on Saturday night and Sunday night because then that would mean two meals that were out of my control. And it just feels really good to be in a place that, you know, this past weekend I can make pizza at home with Casey and then on Sunday go over to my parents' house and have chili and watch a movie and not have anxiety waking up Monday morning feeling like I have to push myself or restrict myself but thinking back I have always needed to have control over my body that's something that I think I've always needed to have with pregnancy as well as postpartum there wasn't a lot of control I mean if you guys have gone through a first trimester control goes out the window I mean I was eating like a worse than my my toddler I was eating you know just anything and everything that was comfort food with Caden. I think I gained 12 pounds by first trimester. This one, I not as much because I was chasing after Caden. But it's like, oh, you see that donut? And it's like not even a second guess. You're like, yes, I'm eating it. <laughs> Whereas before, you know, you sit there and you contemplate it and you have that control. And once control kind of goes out the window, you learn a lot about yourself. Obviously, you want to kind of reel it in. You want to have a healthy pregnancy. But it's something that I didn't realize how much that control was restricting my entire life. It was restricting the memories I had. It was restricting if I went on date night, if I allowed myself to have a margarita, if I allowed myself to enjoy the chips and salsa while on vacation, have that breakfast out on the pier because it's a late morning breakfast or did you skip breakfast entirely because you were at the gym? Again, just so many things that I was starting to recognize that I let control my life but it wasn't adding to my life. Yes, it was maybe making me smaller, making me a smaller version of myself, but it wasn't adding to my life. It wasn't adding to the person I wanted to be, the light I wanted to bring to the room, the energy I wanted to bring to my relationships. So again, kind of all over the place, but this is what this conversation brought to me. And I want all of us to work our butts off this spring if that is where you're at and you are so ready to show up for yourself, but let's attach the rest to it. Let's attach the mental part of the journey, the emotional part of the journey, and the physical part of the journey. Let's allow ourselves to have something that is sustainable. Yes, work your ass off for that wedding or that event or that vacation, but don't don't miss out on life on the way. I always say, where does life live? And I think that is so important to ask yourself because those are the memories that you are going to look back on. And once that event is gone, who are you? And what's what what have you missed out on in that process? And again, it's catch-22 because to reach some of our goals, we do have to, I don't want to say miss out on things, but hone in on certain control, right? Sometimes it's not going to be pizza night three times a week, right? So I just think it's important to... Um, find what that looks like in your life, but also to check in to see, you know, where are you at when it comes to that place on your journey? Because I would really hope that, um, it makes me sad because I'm sure a lot of us can also be like, yep, that's me. Like I have never loved my body or I have never appreciated it the way that I should. But hopefully there's a few outliers that are like, you know what? I, I love my body and I've worked hard to get here. Um, but anyways, I just don't want anybody to feel alone in those thoughts because reflecting back and recognizing that 
you know, I was 31 years old and finally starting to learn how to love my body. Like that just makes me so sad. And I know I'll have my struggles throughout life. I feel like that's inevitable. But uh, knowing how to have a little more control over my thoughts and my actions so that I don't lead to restriction or any of that or obsessing over the scale. Um, But anyways, I could go on forever. But if this is something that does interest you, these are things I chat about all the time in my Facebook group. So again, I will link that down below. But whether you are pregnant, whether you are not pregnant, just take a moment to kind of analyze where you are at on your journey, how you think about your body, where your mindset is at, where your emotions at, and let's just slowly chip away at allowing it all to come together so we can be the best version of ourselves. Again, whether that is working towards our goals, whether that is being that energy and that light when you walk into the room, and I really do believe that showing up for ourselves physically and making some of those changes can allow us to just feel confident in ourselves, which again, in turn, helps that mental emotional side. So I really do think that they all three uh, work together. But again, I appreciate you guys so much. As always, make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.